0: Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. Hi, this newest uh, podcast for books of the Bible in smaller chunks comes from HTTP, can also be seen at on HTTPS colon double backslash Bible in smaller chunks, B I B I L E. Bible. Sorry, I'm not enunciating well. In smaller chunks. i-n-s-m-a-l-l-e-r-c-h-u-n-k-s dot blogspot In dot com it is called what can and can't be eaten by the israelites it covers leviticus chapter 11 verses 1 to 47. it smaller um, chunks. In smaller To write this for people in our busy world so that they can relate to what the Lord has to say to us through the pages of the Bible, but in their smaller chunks of time, hopefully this will help them read it. Faster or easier and the Lord had it on my heart to put in a, a table format and that's what my hope is with this is that that makes it faster or easier for people to read. But in doing this i'm ever mindful of Revelation chapter 22 verses 18 through 19 to not add to or take away from anything in the bible so after lots of prayer trying to figure out how this is possible God had it on my heart that i'm just not supposed to change the meaning of what he was trying to say within the passages but he has shown different ways that He's had on my heart to add to that meaning sometimes it by paraphrasing background information because uh, when a person reads a chapter of the Bible, it they don't know what's happened before Some things referred to and they don't understand what that event is, but they just read through it. So there's sometimes within brackets I will have background information, paraphrased or information that might possibly add clarity, or sometimes it's more current terms, or sometimes. Transition words, or sometimes it's who's speaking and who's being spoken to. Since the word he and him are used often within the same sentence, and it's hard to tell who's speaking and who's being spoken to. Anyway, those will be most often within brackets. If it's ex- very significant, I will if you see it on the blog site, I will have it a different color font. And if it's very significant, I'll tell you. But most things like um that Moses was talking to Aaron and it says, and he spoke to him, I I won't won't tell you. Moses is within brackets, I changed it. Aaron's within brackets, I changed it, I'll just read it. But if it's something I think significant, then I will tell you. And there's sometimes there will be condensing, combining, and compressing similar words. But all of this is done with lots of prayer, primarily the King James Version of the Bible, and at times, BibleGateway.com, BibleHub.com, and other internet resources is necessary. If I come across something telling of a verse, a significant future event, I will tell you there's an answer. It's for telling of a significant future event. And then I'll read the passage. And if I can briefly summarize it afterwards, I will try. Um, also, when we get to the New Testament, Jesus' words will be in red. So, what can and can't be eaten by the Israelites? The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and told them to speak to the children, which is the people of Israel. Israel used to be named Jacob, and the Lord said, you will no longer be called Jacob, you will be called Israel. And then his 12 children are the 12 tribes of Israel. And then when they're speaking of it, they'll say the children of Israel, but they're not little kids, although they can include little kids, but it means. Families, the tribes, the people of Israel. Just so you, know. you may eat all the beasts of the earth, whatever completely parts, which means divides the hoof with cloven hoofs and each of the two toes. Oh. Okay. Whatever completely parts or divides the hoof with cloven hoofs and I didn't know what cloven hoofs was, so I looked it up. So this is like the paraphrase background information. Each of two toes with totally separated hoof, and choose the cud. And with that I explained, choose their food again to fully digest it. They can not eat the of the animals that don't chew the cud, chew their food again and to fully digest it, or they don't divide the hoof like a camel that chews the cud but doesn't have cloven hoofs. Are the rocks, rock hyrax, because it chews the cud, it doesn't have cloven hooves, and the hare, which is a rabbit, that chews the cud, but doesn't have cloven hooves, and the swine, which is pigs, that divides the hoof, has cloven hooves, but doesn't chew the cud. They are all unclean to you, and everyone who touches their carcass shall be unclean. You may eat of all that are in the water, whatever has fins and scales, whether in the seas or in the rivers, you shall eat them. Don't eat anything that doesn't have fins and scales in the seas or the rivers of all that move in the water or of any living thing in the water. You shouldn't eat their flesh or touch their carcass. They shall be an abomination to you. Okay, so I have this all within a different font. And so this is within breath it says although it doesn't list all the birds that can be eaten like chicken duck turkey quail etc it is assumed that any bird that isn't listed as an unclean bird after its kind was able to be eaten okay. back to the rest of it the there are unclean birds after their kind that shouldn't be eaten the eagle the vulture the buzzard the kite the falcon the raven the ostrich the short-eared owl the seagull the hawk the little owl, the fisher owl, the screech owl, the white owl, the jackdaw, heron, vulture, stork, the heron, the hoopoe, I'm not sure exactly, and bat. All these and any bird that creeps along, going upon all fours shall not be eaten and shall be an abomination to you. And, and when they say after their kind, so they're you know, I mentioned a whole lot of hawks, but there's probably lots of others. And I mentioned a lot of owls, but there's possibly others so after their kind, others of the similar type. You may eat of every flying, creeping insect that goes on all fours that have jointed legs above their feet to leap on the earth after their kind, like the locust. These ones are okay to eat. The locust, the bald locust, the green locust, cricket, beetle, and the grasshopper. Okay, this is an aside. So in my mind when I'm thinking about locusts and eating them and crickets and beetles and all of this, it's like, oh, I don't I don't know if I want to eat it. But John the Baptist lived primarily on the opus and honey. So if you don't have anything, you eat what you can get. And that's what he was able to get It's a source of protein. Um anyway, but that's what it says in the Bible of the types of creeping insects that are allowable. Whatever goes on its paws among all beasts, on all fours, are unclean to you, and whoever touches or carries their carcass shall be unclean until evening. These also shall be unclean to you among the creeping things that creep on the earth after their kind: The weasel, the mole, the mouse, the large lizard, the ferret, the snail, the gecko, the monitor lizard, sand reptile, sand lizard, the chameleon, the tor- and the tortoise. Whoever touches their dead carcass shall be unclean until evening. So this uh, I don't know if it's later in this or in a different time. So when they're unclean till evening, they wash in the evening and then they will be clean for the next day. Whatever their dead their dead carcass falls upon or in shall be unclean, whether it's a vessel of wood or clothing or skin or a sack. Whatever vessel it is, or whatever work is done with it, it shall be unclean until evening, so it shall be cleansed. If any of them falls in an earthen vessel, vessel I put made of clay, it's unclean, and you should break it. If any water that falls from that contaminated vessel into the edible food or drink becomes unclean. Oh, that's my. I actually should change that font so it. So you know that I've added that so you should break the vessel if any water that falls from the contaminated vessel not all of that okay, I am so sorry I um, I put that in there so you would understand why they said it's unclean. If any of the liquid falls, um, anyway, so that you would understand because the unclean, you know, from the dead animal or whatever it is, that the unclean animal falls in the vessel, then that water is contaminated and could get on food or on you. I was trying to explain that to you. Um, and didn't do a very good job and I apologize. Everything that that a part of a carcass falls on shall be unclean, whether it's an oven range for pots or cooking stove, it shall be broken down for they are unclean. Nevertheless, a spring or cistern in which there is plenty of water shall be clean, but whatever touches any carcass shall be unclean. If any part of a carcass falls on any planting seed, which is to be sown, it remains clean but if any contaminated water where the carcass fell in it is put on the seed and if such carcass falls on it the seed or seedling becomes unclean if any beast which you may eat dies and he touches it shall be unclean until evening he that eats or carries the carcass of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening All other flying and creeping insects, whatever crawls on its belly, whatever goes on all fours, or whatever has many feet among all the creeping things that creep on the earth, these you shall not eat, for they are an abomination to you. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until evening. You shall not defile or make yourself abominable with any creeping thing that creeps, neither shall you make yourselves unclean with any type of creeping thing that you may be defiled by them. For I am the Lord your God, and you shall sanctify yourselves. You shall be holy, for I am holy. I am the Lord that brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall be holy, for I am holy. This is the law concerning the beasts, the birds, of every living creature that moves in the waters or creeps upon the earth to distinguish between the clean and the unclean, and between the beasts that may be eaten and the beasts that may not be eaten. You um, will hear having a male child circumcised in the next podcast, and it covers Leviticus uh, chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. Please share this with others who would benefit. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.